It's a Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories bonus episode. What's up? It's Brian, and we lost another one this week. A name maybe not as big as Jimmy Buffett, but if you know much about 70s rock and roll or you've seen a film in the last 30 years, you probably know the song that made Gary Wright famous. That, of course, is the song Dreamweaver. Of course, Wayne's World comes to mind. There's also a memorable scene in Toy Story 3 that uses Dreamweaver. Uh, this is a song that's really gone down in pop cultural history. I, I mean, there's a little bit of a punchline to it, but it, it's a good song. It was a big hit. It went to number seven, and it marks a stop on Gary Wright's spiritual journey. Now, the spiritual journey is a big part of the Gary Wright story. If you have read the Obed, if you know much about him, you know that uh, Gary was on this spiritual quest and he went on that spiritual quest with another guy we talk about a lot on this show and that's George Harrison and George Harrison <laughs> played on all things must pass is like the most common phrase that I feel like I've said over the past six months to a year on episodes of this show it's like everybody who comes up we're like oh yeah and the other thing they did was hang out with George Harrison and they played on all things must pass but that is true when it comes to Gary Wright. It, he starts, though, in this other band, a band that you you probably don't know. Maybe you do if you're uh, into British blues. Um, but he's in this band called Spooky Tooth. Rock and Roll Bedtime Stories bingo card out. Here's another phrase that's going to get you a square, and that is Chris Blackwell was involved in Gary Wright joining this band. They're like a different band, and Chris Blackwell knows Gary Wright because Chris Blackwell knows everybody. Uh, you get double points for Chris Blackwell references this week because of the Jimmy Buffett story. Uh, but yeah, he introduces them, and, and they become Spooky Tooth. That song's called Evil Woman, and it is on Spooky 2. Uh, the album of that title. But there's another song on that album that you might be more familiar with. That is a song called Better By You, Better Than Me, which gets covered by Judas Priest on Stained Class in 1978. <laughs> Yeah. 
last for a few records in that band, but when another one of his bandmates leaves to join Humble Pie, he takes off too, and he gets a record deal with A&M Records, and he'll record a record called Extraction in 1970. On that record, he works with a guy named Klaus Vormann, uh, the bass player, and Klaus will introduce him to a guy named George Harrison, and that is how Wright gets the gig to play piano, as I've already mentioned, on All Things Must Pass. Now, let's go backwards. Let's talk about Gary Wright's interesting upbringing, because he's not just a random dude that started a band in the sixth grade and then you know got into bands when he was a teenager, like most of the stories we tell on this uh, podcast. No, this dude was a child actor. In the, like, 50s. And he worked alongside Florence Henderson. <laughs> That's This is all true. And uh, he was... He even did a an appearance at one point with Florence Henderson on the Ed Sullivan Show. This is pre-Brady Bunch. He studies piano and organ. He does play in rock bands when he is in high school. But he does not think that music is a probably a very good career choice. The dude legitimately goes to William and Mary and then to New York university and then to downstate medical college, all in the pursuit of being a doctor. This is while he's already been a child actor and had a bunch of bands kicking around when he was a teenager. Um, then <laughs> Because he hit specialized in psychology, he goes to West Germany in 66 to, to uh, finish his studies at the Free University of Berlin, right? So this, is, this dude totally stacked in terms of intellect and options. And then he gets into music. It works out. He meets Chris Blackwell. Chris Blackwell introduces him to these dudes uh, that form the band Art in London. Uh, that, that band becomes Spooky Tooth. After Spooky Tooth, he gets his solo deal, and he meets George Harrison, and George Harrison introduces him to deep spirituality. I mean, I think they both find it, but they, they find this commonality around uh, the, the religions of India. And so they'll go to India together. It becomes a whole thing. But they, they form this friendship, which, if you read much about it, people say is fairly unique for Harrison at the time, because he's typically pulling from you know, like famous friends or people that were associated with the Beatles or just like studio pros. But he and Gary meet and become really close. And he will use Gary on pretty much everything he records from here on out, both for himself and for other people that he produces under the tag of Apple Records when he's doing that, including the comeback single or the attempt of a comeback single from x Ronette Ronnie Spector called Try Some, Buy Some. Way back in time, someone said try some, I tried some, now buy some, I bought some, whoa, whoa, whoa. After a while, when I had tried them, denied them, I opened my eyes, and I saw you. is not the only significant record that he is a part of. Uh, you know that song Without You by Harry Nilsson, which we've talked about a lot on this show across different episodes for different reasons, uh, partly because it involved Badfinger. Uh, well, he plays piano 
on that record, Gary Wright is all over a bunch of big hits of the 70s. And this is well before he reaches uh, fame on his own with that song, that song I mentioned up top, Dreamweaver. And that song is all tangled up in the George Harrison connection, too, and Wright's uh, association with all of the Beatles, right? So he is said to have written it after he gets back from a trip to India with George Harrison. He writes it on an acoustic guitar, but he's inspired by the autobiography of a yogi, which was given to him by George Harrison. And there's specifically a poem called God, God, God. And in this poem, there is a reference to, quote, the idea of the mind weaving dreams. Now, the actual expression Dreamweaver, popularized by Lennon, in 1970, he had a song called God, right? This was on John Lennon Plastic Ono Band. But bottom line, you can see that Gary, he bases everything pretty much on this spiritualism. And this is what will define his career from here on out. He doesn't have another hit. Uh, and by the 80s, he'll do some soundtracks and some songs will get covered. And But he mostly is focusing on sort of a world music. Even the Dreamweaver album is mostly based with keyboards and those sorts of instruments, and so it doesn't sound like a rock album. Uh, he will re-record Dreamweaver in 1992 to be part of the Wayne's World soundtrack. Um, it gets used a little bit during the Democratic National Convention when Obama is elected. This song has had a long legacy, right? But here's what this is all leading to. <laughs> this song, with this spiritual bent and this really this positivity, I mean, there is a quote from Gary where he says that he he really means for uh, Dreamweaver. He says, with Wayne's World and all that, the perception of the song's meaning got a little changed for a lot of people, but it's a very spiritual song. It's really a song whose lyrical content is about the consciousness of the universe, God moving us through the night, delusion and suffering, and into the higher realms, right? So this, even in the last few years, has been his response when talking about Dreamweaver. Here's the irony. Dreamweaver is also responsible for Freddy fucking Krueger. Yeah, not a lie. Freddy Krueger, invented by Wes Craven as a, a an examining of a childhood bully, literally named Fred Krueger. And yes, it was definitely influenced by a story that Wes Craven had read about a Cambodian refugee who flees to safety and has such terrible night terrors about what he suffered under the regime that he was under that he does eventually die in his sleep. But he also has said openly that what really helped him thread the needle and bring all of these disparate things together into an idea was the song Dreamweaver by Gary Wright. If there's no Gary Wright, the guy hanging out with the Beatles, going to India, being super spiritual, there's no Freddy Krueger. So R.I.P. Gary Wright. And keep telling stories. Hi.